Hello, hello. Hello, very handsome girl. We're waiting on the, the page. We're waiting on the German. Oh, shit. Can do a better German voice than an actual the German. The purge. The purge. Mama purge. Is this, ah, you picked Donkey Kong. That is my favorite racer on Mario Kart. That was like a little bit of Italian. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Oh, you crazy God. boy! You're always so hilarious. <laughs> I, f I fucking hate you sometimes. I seriously do. <laughs> oh, I think everybody does sometimes yeah. at one point. Yeah, but you know what? Hating you is a lot more fun sometimes. I'm going to be real. <laughs> it's probably because I go on these angry, grumpy rants. It's just like... <laughs> I mean, you and me both. We fucking both go on <laughs> fucking tirades. I think, yeah, I think that's why we do get along so well, because both of us go on tirades like fucking the other day when... Uh, everyone was bitching about the Google Doc. I'm just like, shut the fuck up. I've had enough. If it ain't fixed, or if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, it's Who the fuck says it's it not was. broke? Look, I'm always going to try to keep up with the times as far as my prediction side of things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I it was American Tragedy that said it, because he was oh. fucking... Because he's like, well, I never heard anybody complain about it. And I was like, well, clearly you're not paying attention because I've seen it. And when I am not someone who does predictions at all and I fucking see it, there's something there. Here's the thing is that from a talent's perspective, it isn't fit, you know, or it isn't broke. I'm sorry. And it's like. Okay, well, you're not taking into consideration all the chats that we have to make for this. And then y'all like to chit chat in the chats. Then the, whoever scores it has to go up the thing and score it. I will give Michael credit because he usually does his own scoring and his opponents, and he'll keep posting it within the chat. So you know, you know, it's almost like a live scoring whenever he's in a match. So that is, you know, very appreciative. And yeah, it's it wasn't broke per se. I still love the ten through one system, and we'll still use it from time to time. But um, you know, I just like to try something new out um, with the Google Docs. Um, it is kind of going back to the way it was, where it's just pretty much pick them with some bonus questions here and there. Um, I'm also not one of those owners that. Oh man, we got a tie. Oh no. For me, it's just like that's easy booking. That match is happening again. So mm -hmm. obviously if it keeps happening, it's you gotta put some kind of special stipulation on it. Well that's what they do in uh, actual wrestling though. This this is very true. All right, all right, god damn it, Justin. I said you want to jump on here. Although I will say I watched the most I've been watching the most recent uh fucking episode of NWA Power. Yes. So far I'm only like 11 minutes and 22 seconds into the show, but it seems very very intriguing. Um I think so. And uh we will be putting out an NWA Power review. I'm waiting on our compadres to get caught up. So maybe just maybe we'll have a NWA power review show. And I'm, I've looked all over the internet 
looked all over Spotify. I can't find a good podcast that reviews NWA Power. As a matter of fact, there is none. Oh, fuck. Mom, Mama Purge might even try to join in. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. This ought to be interesting. But, yeah, like, I've taken notes. And, like, here, I'll fucking... I'll... Is your email Gmail? I can't remember. Yeah, Gmail. Oh, yeah. So Well, we have problems with our messenger well i saw i've sent you the notes that i've taken so far from nwa power uh excellent and um yeah i think we could go off this kind of do because i don't know how much of this you're editing out to begin with oh it just depends uh now we're 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 just gonna put it all in there why not um well especially with you know me wanting to talk about you know the Voldemort. i'm actually going to put anytime we when we do the nwa power review i'm going to put it on a totally separate uh podcast link um where i have all the georgia indie reports and interviews that i've had with uh indie wrestlers throughout the years before i started getting into my efed game all righty who's on the line it would be the purge. Pitheads and assholes of elite. It's me, it's me. It's the German bastard, the one, the only, the purge. What are you going to expect, man? <laughs> Holy shit. Wow, first time ever, the purge. And that was a great little intro that he just said. First time ever here on the Elite Marks podcast. Uh, all right, what time is it there right now? Oh, we have almost 3 a.m. in the morning. Why the fuck are you awake? <laughs> the fun part is um, I just came off from the APF straightjacket sessions that I hosted a couple of minutes ago. So I felt like, why the fuck not to do a podcast? Dude, you're, you're the perfect person to have on because I do have some questions that I've always wondered about you. And I uh, feel free to jump in and ask as well. Okay. Number one, how did you find out about this? Yeah, well, let's just stick with that. How in the hell did you find out about this hobby? Ooh, that's a tough question. Um, that all began like in 2020 when uh, COVID started hitting. I was very active in the pro wrestling world and I had to force, unfortunately, to step down for a bit. Um. And then I just jumped on a Discord uh, Discord server and uh, started like to have like this written promo thing, and then then in Facebook I just found a place called Fire Pro Federation. Sorry, sorry. Uh, that was that was before PPA has even started, and uh, I just promoted there for a bit, and then I started to spread my wings out like for VOH for. Um, Oh, what was that also for WGP for Revolution? Then, so what, was, what was the first Facebook group that you like really started out? What would you call your home, original home at least? My original home that would be Fire Pro Federation. Right now, it is PPA, so I, I would consider PPA as home. And if I would ever gonna retire, which just may happen like I don't know, 10 20 years in the future. Then I would say my last match will be definitely on PPA ground. 
you're 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 talking about your eFed page, right? Basically, yeah. But um, when when you when you're gonna do a question about that, I will tell more later about that. Okay. So where? Okay. Where did you get, or when did you start PPA? Um, that that's a that's a great question, but that comes a funny story uh, story in it. Um, we were supposed to be a admin team like with four guys: me, what? Mac G, Randy Justice, and Kobe Crucial. Um, but then then it's bad started... stuff about Randy Justice. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm no good talk about to him. Um, <laughs> so it yeah. all started to like a little bit fading away from the main admin. And I was like, huh, somebody has to take over. And I took it over with all the booking stuff, all the uh, producing stuff and yada, yada, yada. But then we have to close doors for the first time. Mm-hmm. And uh, close back, uh, close the open the doors once again for the second time, and I do believe the second time was really necessary because that gave the promo performance alliance really the boost that is necessary. Yeah, and and you know here lately I think PPA has become more prominent. I want to know your definition of your EFIT. I think everybody wants to be different as far as eFed owners and how they're different from other eFeds. How would you describe your, your, how would you describe PPA? Because, you know, I remember when I first found out about PPA, I was asking about him. Well, what's it like? This is before I really knew you. Uh, and I remember Cap telling me uh, that is the former owner of heart and soul, or maybe still owner. I don't know. Um, I remember him telling me that it was like a developmental efed somewhat that uh, people go in, go in there and kind of get the reps in and, you know what I'm saying? And get ready for, you know, maybe the, some of the other uh, like heart and soul at the time, I guess, and revolution were pretty big. So, mm-hmm. I mean, what, what, how would you describe Because now that I've been watching for a while and I did some judging in PPA, um, I would not really consider it a developmental um, because it's a lot of the same people that are in our eFed bubble. So I want to hear straight from your mouth. How would you describe PPA? Um, I I would not say it's it's like a devil developmental thing or like a different thing. I would basically describe PPA as unique. We have like. Um, we have not like the typical titles that we're going to have, except for the World Heavyweight title, because everybody screwed uh, screw up with the main title name that I gave to that. Um, so basically, like, I would say PPA is unique. We have the uniquest matches that we're going to have. Example for that, we have a King of PPA Championship, which is going to be defended on a, I would say, basic bare-bones rules, but more like a straight-shoot style. That means you have to record your promo three minutes long with no edits, no music, nothing in it. Complete uh, nothing. I like and, that. Huh? I actually like that. Yeah. 
And then we have our showdown championship, which is, which is basically inspired of the NWA television title. But like with a, we started first with the lucky seven rule. But since I found it out, this was almost impossible because out of the history of the showdown title, we shrink it to four, to four successful defenses. And then we have our big one, the World Heavyweight Championship, which is uh, currently holding by Jay Briggy, the Elite Marks Classics champion. So, yeah. I would say PPA is really unique. What is PPA in the NRE Fed bubble as far as, would you say, are they the NWA of our EFED bubble? Are they the AEW, the Impact, the WWE? How would you, what would you describe them? Honestly, I would never, ever gonna uh, compare to other pro wrestling promotions just like that. But if I had to say that uh, PPA is based off a pro wrestling company, I would go and say a mix out of New Japan Pro Wrestling mm-hmm. as well as AEW because I was a sucker for having too many titles and then I had to shrink it to like... Oh, so uh, what Elite three... Mark just did. Or <laughs> right. And I had to shrink it like to four championships and uh, that is perfect. So... I would say a mix out of New Japan and AEW. Oh, cool, cool. I like that. Knight, you got anything? Honestly, no, I don't. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm fucking busy looking at another shit right now. Um, Purge, do you watch NWA? God damn it. I do watch NWA, funny-wise, yes. Um, if I got the time for it... I'm gonna I'm gonna watch some parts of NWA and especially I have to recommend there go and watch on YouTube the recent power episodes. It became so damn perfect there. This is why I love NWA. This is like they're gonna stick with the old school wrestling and the old school style of their shows instead of having like this newer thing like mm-hmm. having I like it too. Well, LED board and all those stuffs. I don't mean to cut you off, but um, we are thinking of doing a NWA power review because there are no NWA podcast power reviews out there or really good ones that I've seen. Um, especially you, you try looking it up on Spotify. There's nothing out there as far as just an audio or they have audio, all kinds of audio reviews for Monday Night Raw for Dynamite, all the AEW shows, WWE shows, and even Impact, but they don't have anything for NWA. And um, I know somebody that works there, and they've asked me to, you know, said that I should put out an NWA Power podcast. And if you are watching and are current with it, then we would love to have you on. Uh, Definitely, definitely. I mean, uh. There, there is no problem about it. I could definitely do a uh, review about it because I, I used to do podcasts like almost every day with um, Rob Bell. Shout out to you, my dog. Um, we started like in, I don't know, April 2020, our 
Germany podcast. And uh, we stick around with Raw reviews, SmackDown reviews, then AEW came around, then a bit of Impact Wrestling as well as the German indies. Nice. So, yeah. Well, yeah, let's be different. Let's do NWA Power. And, you know, I've got something in the works as far as an indie podcast that we're going to do at least once a month as of now where we review uh, certain indie feds. I talked to somebody from their hometown, somebody that's went to these shows and can talk about it and talk about the talent and how the show went and everything about that, that indie and give them kind of a, a shine and a spotlight. Uh, Knighton, you got anything? I mean, other than the fact that you just made his pants a little wet. Oh, not really. <laughs> I mean, majority of the time you're fucking answering the shit that I was going to. I was just like, okay, I'll just fucking sit here and look at CS Skins like I am right now. So, Okay, so since we're all watching NWA Power right now, Knight, let's start with you. Who are you most impressed with? Well, like I said, I've only gotten to the first like 11 minutes and 22 seconds in the show. Um, okay. Honestly, I was kind of surprised by the women's triple threat match, i.e., uh, Ruthie J, Natalia Markova, and Missa Kate. That was an interesting match. It didn't, to me, it really didn't seem like a traditional triple threat. It more or less seemed like a two on one with Kate and Jay against Malkova. And then once they took her out, then you got the okay, this is the triple threat yeah that was where it started to feel like the triple threat but other than that it felt like a traditional two-on-one it was like okay and then seeing ruthie J win i was like unexpected but interesting i guess you're just gonna feed her to the world uh women's champion but teach their own you know sometimes you gotta pull the fucking unexpected person out and give them a moment to shine oh so who are you impressed with purge I am pretty impressed about the women's fraction pretty empowered. Not yeah. only that the shocking title change for the women's world title mm -hmm. that nobody really saw this coming. Nope. Me, me not either. How many days did she hold that title? Uh, it was around 800 and something days. Yeah. So definitely almost, almost cracked on the Nick Aldis one, so yeah, very, very impressed. So kudos to Camille to carrying like almost, I do believe it was almost three years. She's so much uh, bigger than the other women. Huh? She's so much bigger than the other women. Right. That, I, damn. I don't mean to break in. Camille no. held the title for 812 days. Her win was on June 6th. 2021 at when our shadows fall she must have defeated funda rosa for it right uh no so. she, there was a point where oh no go ahead serena I... deeb oh shit because thunder rosa won it there. i'm looking it up right now on wikipedia thunder rosa uh won the title from Allison K on January 24th, 2020 at Hard Times, held the title for 277 days, and then Serena Deeb won it October 27th, 2020 at UWN Primetime Live. 
Uh, Dean oh. defended the title on October 22nd on All Elite Wrestling Dynamite taping five days prior to winning the title. The match yeah. aired on October 28th, 2020, the day after she won the title. Aha! Uh-huh. there for a little bit. Uh, I was kind of digging when AEW was kind of there in the beginning, kind of working with Impact and um, um, Hell ROH and uh, NWA. And, of course, New Japan. There was- I mean... Honestly, I must say there that uh, AEW was like the first one who said, like, fuck it, we're going to use a ramp and crack down the forbidden door for good. I mean, let's let's just recap what happened yesterday at um, the Grand Slam. Eddie Kingston just made history, became the first one to capture the ROH world title as well as being the holder of the NJPW Strong Openweight title. God, that is a long fucking name. Yeah, Stop, is. New Japan, please. Please quit putting the title belts out, for the love of God. I mean, <laughs> we've, got, we've got, like, the IG... I, I'm going to count this out. We've got the IGPW World title. We've got the IGPW US title, the IGPW Junior Heavyweight title. The IGPW Heavyweight Tag Team titles, the Never. IGPW Heavyweight Junior Tag Team titles, the IGPW the Never Open yeah. Weight title, mm-hmm. the Never Open Weight Six Man title, the yeah. NJPW Strong Open Weight title, the <laughs> NJPW Strong Open Weight Women's title, as well as the IGPW Women's title. <sighs> oh, don't forget the KOPW. Purge. <sighs> You want to take a breather? IWG. Yeah, I'm going to take a breather. Uh, every one of them have a fuck ton of titles right now. Fuck. Maybe right. NWA. Uh, they may have. They don't have a ton of titles, but they may have too, a little too many titles for their roster. Sometimes I feel like with the like they have. Uh, what do they have? Women's title, the TV title, the US, the world course um then you the women's a- tv title yeah there you go it's a little uh i don't know that's just me i feel like every place has got a little too many titles um <laughs> even even right now holy shit okay you know what let's talk about effect titles and the prestige okay that's a good one um, let's just start with the Foundation World Heavyweight title currently holding by Mr. Wallace. I don't say the Mr. because he is a mayhem. <laughs> Mr. Um, so you think that the Foundation title is like the most prestigious title? Um, I'm going to pass this to Knighton first. <laughs> really, motherfucker? <laughs> honestly as much as i love the foundation i don't think it has as much prestige the reason being it's still a relatively new company it's only been around for two years so in my opinion it doesn't have the same weight now don't get me wrong the foundation has had a lot of great champions landfill uh, la, 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 la. I'm drawing a blank right now. DB Greatness. DB Greatness. Tyler Graham. Yeah. 
Oh God! Don't don't so ever so remind me of that one tire wing that he had in Foundation. Was that blueprint? Well, did he have the blueprint? I'm sorry. Yeah. Apparently the blueprint. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right, that is all right. That's yeah. Okay. But and then you've got <laughs> Savior. Savior was by far probably my favorite Foundation champion. Yeah. Hmm. I had, have to agree with that. He had very really thought about that. He had yeah. very very solid matches. He went up right. some went up against really really good competitors. And Trey, you know my history with Savior. We were always never on the good greatest of terms. Granted, I'm never really right. on the greatest of fucking terms with anybody cuz I don't get along <laughs> with people. But I have to give credit where credit is due. Savior mm-hmm. did a very damn good job. And then he lost to the Army of One, and then <laughs> the Army of One lost to Savior. But we don't talk yeah. about that. Um, which which I don't understand. I mean, ah. I mean, it is what it is. is. That's just, it was just the way that the fucking ball bounced, the mop flopped, and the cookie crumbled. You know, there's nothing we can fucking do about it. Right. Granted. Yeah, you can't. You get it's the it's the opinions of three people usually, right? And that uh, seems and to be. Oh, go ahead. No, that's what I'm saying. It's just it is what it is. There's nothing you can. Yeah, you know, all you got to do your your job is to impress the three opinions of these people. And if it doesn't impress them, it's like, damn, I did my best. That's all I can do. You know, that's why you know all three of us have always took losses. Fine. Um. I remember when I did a kayfabe loss to Purge, and I remember Zach Bell getting on me. Oh, you're going to just give him a win like that? I'm like, dude, wins and losses, I don't know how many times I got to tell you, do not matter in my world. Exactly. It's all about getting the story over. It's all about getting a new talent, a new guy over. And it's, you know what I'm saying? Well, let me tell you, wins and losses in my world mean something to me. <laughs> Jesus, is that a Zach Bell? <laughs> that was a butchered Zach Bell. Love you, buddy. Oh, damn. What you're talking about. If you're I not mean, winning, you're not living. Should I say what honesty? What are you even talking about, Zach? <laughs> should I say something honestly about Champion Showcase 2? Um, I had this match. I had Dax Snow taking on The End, a.k.a. me. Uh, for unifying the interim Havoc title and the uh, normal Havoc title. I should say this honestly. I wasn't going to expect to win this. Because the build-up like to have a fourth judge necessary. Wait, you talking about when you faced Dax at the showcase? Right. Yes, okay. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, I watched this promo, yeah. When, when I was be like, oh shit, they need a fourth judge. And I was be like, okay, game over. Until Mr. Mayhem says, like, the perch, I will be like, the fuck? This shit really happened? But yeah, then I apparently lost in a rematch against him and lost the title. <clears throat> you always get so close in Elite Marks to getting this, like, huge fucking moment. It's like, in the you've been in the finals a couple times, semifinals. You get so damn close, and I've watched shit in PPA. I've watched it in Foundation. I watched it on the Showcase, and I'm like, and this is no dig on you, but I'm thinking, man, if he brought that shit to the finals and some of these spots where he's been in, 
it's not like you haven't put out good promos and elite marks. I'm just saying that stuff was like knockout shit. You see yeah. And it, I, I'm telling you, when you next time you get in that spot, you need to fucking bring the knockout shit and get your moment in elite marks. Get your flowers, so to speak. <laughs> I I will. I mean, to to say like this, a little tease from Bronx Beatdown. With my tag team partner, this, this this is my little ace of spade there. No, it's not going to be Sam freaking spade if somebody is going to say it like this. But Sam spade was on crack cocaine when I watched him face steel on that VOH show the other night. <laughs> God, my, did you watch that? I haven't that. got the time to watch that, apparently. Go out of your way to watch me and Stumpy's match. Uh, tried a little something new out. So, all I'm going to say is my tag team partner is is an expert in tag teams. Hmm. And, yeah. <laughs> well, that knocks out Mama Purge. I don't remember her being in any tag teams. Uh, here's a funny story. Um, over in PPA, we had a show called Friday in California. Yeah, oh I know. No, <laughs> you had a show? No, say it wasn't fucking so. No, hold on, night. Tomorrow we're getting that shit in the chat. <laughs> I, I do not drink enough for this shit. Why do I punish myself? <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> and and was Mama Persian a tag match or something? With me in a handicap match for the world heavyweight title. The world champion was Snaz back in the days. And this was all connected with the foundation. In foundation, it built it up and it became an exclusive match for PPA, an exclusive show. And I was be like, shit, I need a name. Name then came to my DMs and said, like, why don't you name it Friday in California? Oh. And I was be like, This is a dumb idea, but this is somehow great. But yet again, this is a dumb idea, but it is again great. And I was be like, okay, fuck it, we're gonna do this. And when... it turned out, huh? Yeah, go ahead. And it turns out that this was the greatest show ever happening on PPA's ground. It has, till that day, almost 300 viewers on the show. That's insane. Yeah, that is good numbers. It's good views. Um, When did you learn English? And why? And how? (laughs) Um, Funny part is... English is my second uh, native language. The other funny part is that um, this was the first language that I've spoken since I was a child. Then uh, when I moved to my actually hometown right now, um, I decided to learn some German or more likely for the... um, elementary school and all those stuff so um then i decided to learn some german there maybe könnte ich jetzt auch auf deutsch sprechen aber kein arsch würde mich da verstehen uh, 
Nobody really understood that, right? I don't know. Knight might have. I don't know. What do you think, Knight? What do you say? Nine, the doctor did not understand that at all. <laughs> <laughs> we were joking about that. I was like, you know, it's kind of fucked up when the American from Wisconsin, who's mostly Scottish and a little bit German and a little bit Italian, can do a better German accent than the German. <laughs> oh. Yeah. You can speak fluent German. I'll give you that. I can't do that because, well, I'm... Listen, if two brain cells hit me upside the head when trying to learn a fucking language, I wouldn't know what to do with them. But, you know, spending a lot of time on the Call of Duty zombies, I've been able to perfect this voice. Very fluently. Wonderbar. Wonderbar. (laughs) Wonderbar. The fun part is my mom, Mama Perch, the current elite women's champion, is I am so very proud of her to ever get so far of that um she can speak five languages it is german english turkish italian and french fucking turk what turkish yeah turkish i'm not kidding okay fuck does your mother need to learn turkish for (laughs) well maybe my stepdad oh um, Uh. (laughs) touche So before we get off here, let's wrap it up. Kinky. It's time for me to watch. Time for me to watch my shows, my programs. <laughs> um, we never did finish that question. Who's which title's got the most prestige in our little bubble? Our WGP, PPA, Foundation, Elite Marks, Revolution, VOH. I don't know. APW. I would, I would honestly say WGP at the moment. Yeah. I could see that. Because when we're going to see the lineage of WGP championship holders, we've got DB Greatness, who currently blowed up, and Vagabond being a simultaneously WGP heavyweight champion. And then you're going to look at the former holders, Buckshot, Hayward, SNES, Virus. Yeah, Chaos is legendary. Chaos, yeah. Uh, Icon had that. Mad Anarchy had that. Shout out to Vince. Damn. I mean, this has really a prestige like. Yes. Yes, it that, does. That look title. At the, look at this. Have you ever really looked at the Smack Talk Championship? It's got some fucking prestige behind it. It's Jason, Knighton. Um, you, uh, yeah, me, uh, TDC. Uh, that's Knighton's personal favorite. Here we go with the uh, ass kissing again. Get the fucking <laughs> chapstick out. I feel like every fucking pro, uh, podcast we do, I at least say that phrase once. Get out the fucking chapstick, pal. <laughs> and, uh, who, oh, Robert, of course, uh, Hollywood Haywood, and Vin Vine. That's a goddamn list of fucking. E-Fed Hall of Famers right there. All I'm going to say is TDC. <laughs> it was he the worst champion? Fucking in your opinion? Christ almighty. I think a fucking monkey would have done a better job. Oh, boy. Uh, I mean, thanks, Trey. Now I'm going to be pissed <laughs> off at the end of the... God, fuck you. 
Dilman, most favorite uh, title that I held was the Empire title. This was my baby boy. Can you hold it for like two years? Jesus Christ. I hold it for 118 days and lost apparently to Mosaria. Well, I've held the VWO title for fucking since uh, July 31st, 2022. (laughs) We're going to start. Nobody can defeat you, man. We're going to start defending it on the Elite March shows. Got to get this title off of me. I mean, I mean, hell, hell, I would even come again for that title, even though I was disqualified because uh, I used the GD word. Yeah, I was so mad, too. I was like, no, no, this is not the way I want to get my win because you had already got the win on me and Elite Mars. I'm like, I got to get my win back. This is BS. I don't want to get a win by DQ. Yeah. Ah. You know, we still have to need the rubber match. We we are one on one. We are one at one, tied. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. Somehow we need that rubber match. Yes. Well, you never know. Never say never. Right now, exactly. I'm dead. I'm poisoned. Yeah, we all know that. Vince Vince Russo booked that shit. Still trying to figure out who the fuck it is. Did that to you? Yeah. I don't know who it was. Maybe I just did it to myself. I was like, God damn it, I'm tired of these fucking E-Fed whores. Oh, speaking of <laughs> Winston Russo, does somebody watch the episode of WCW Bash at the Bash with Darkseid at the ring? No, good. Uh, I, I watched it. Yeah, I watched it. I must be like, damn. And then afterwards, I watched the Bash at the Beast 2000 pay-per-view. Ah, I'm going to... I regret it. Poor WCW, they just—I think they were a little bit after like '98, they just went totally fucking down, downhill because of the finger poke of doom. Oh yeah, I was thinking of several things, but yeah, that's one big thing. That was a that was pretty pretty bad. That wasn't Vince Russo though. We can't blame that on Vince Russo. Yeah, we can. So, <laughs> fuck it, we're blaming it on Nash and Hogan. That's who really fucked it up. You yeah, know? especially Hogan with his creative control. He uh, can speak up the creative control where the sun doesn't shine, Hogan. Brother. Man, I wish <laughs> I wish he would have went into wrestling purge and ended Hulkamania. Right? I, I wish I would be uh, born three years earlier, right? <laughs> Fuck America. <laughs> Fuck Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Fucking put the claw on him or something. Something like real 80s, 80s-ish. Oh, brother. The, the, right. fun, the fun part is, before we're going to wrap up, mm-hmm. I am more like the striker in wrestling instead of like this having the submissions in it, the power bombs, the suplex in it. I'm more like the striker. My finisher used to be a running knee strike, what I called the blade runner knee strike. So That sounds like Briggy's finisher. Uh, uh, yeah, I about what does he I, call it? The Brigandy or something? I don't know. I do believe. I mean, my gimmick was being the king of destroyer, and I was like, I need something that has to be some connections with the king in it. So I was be like, sword, blade, knee, blade runner, and then blade runner knee strike. Boom. I always envisioned Knighton having like this. Move where he kicks the dude in the gut, kind of like 
turns his back to his opponent and hops on the middle rope, turns around and gives like a fucking foot stomp, curb stomp, whatever you want to call it, from like the middle rope. You can see that. Motherfucker, well, you think I'm that agile? Well, I mean, just a little bit smaller. I mean, uh, you know, a lot of people in the game are like overweight. Uh, I don't know if you know this. But... Yeah, but I don't have the fucking cardio nor the gut. Dude, I hurt myself going paintballing. Jesus Christ. I, dude, I went fucking paintballing two days ago. My hips and my quads <laughs> absolutely fucking hurt. And I didn't get uh, shot hey, there. Did you You're go, getting old, Knighton? Uh, Seth Rollins school, Knighton? I went for a fucking cup of coffee. Okay. I thought so. I was there for maybe like one or two days and then was like, I got to head back to Wisconsin. It's been nice being in Iowa, but this place is a fucking And what did Rollins do to Rollins? (laughs) No, he wasn't there. (laughs) He was on the road. He doesn't embrace the vision after all. Wait a minute. That's one of your personal favorites, right, Justin? Seth Rollins? Yeah, this is kind of... This kind of what I'm going to say is that the German bastard is inspired of the actually Seth Rollins character that we're going to see on WWE Raw. And when he stopped using Embrace Division on TV, I was be like, I need some catchy catchphrase that I could use in my promos to wrap things up. And then, boom, Embrace Division. I was calling myself the Messiah of Masculinity. And then this son of a bitch... Months and months later, starts calling himself the Messiah of Monday Night and Messiah of whatever. I was like, damn you, Rollins. Damn. Curse <laughs> you, Seth freaking Rollins. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, it's almost Friday in California. That means we're going to head out <laughs> and enjoy uh, our, our tremendous Friday coming up. We got Bronx mm-hmm. beat down coming up as the tag team championship hodge and haywood connection the tag champs taking on um da, 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 taking on el wampo and bronx bomber they're in the bronx hometown advantage we'll see what happens um we've got lots of stuff on the show just check it out uh anything you guys want to plug mm. I wanna go and say go watch next weekend. WGP and PPA presents Forbidden Door with PPA superstars challenging for the WGP titles and the other way around with the main event that we're gonna uh, crown our first Forbidden Door champion between Don Krypton and Sergeant Chaos, or should I say Havoc? Maybe. So, yeah, then we also have like the WGP type. Every title is going to be defended there. So, two days of action next weekend. That is a show I will definitely check out. Um, Knighton, anything you got to plug, man? Not really. I'm going to plug our NWA podcast. Well, gonna... that'll be later. We'll oh, fucking, we gotta you're de- right. You're we got to right. iron out the details here, pal. We got to come up with a name, come up with a logo, all this other shit. You know. Yeah. Haywood. <laughs> I wonder if Hodge is going to get involved. I don't be... fucking know. We're going to make him get involved. If it's just you and I, so be it. Yeah, that's fine. Hey, too. what oh, about no. me? No, we can have Justin on. Justin knows his NWA. 
we'll definitely have Justin on because we might need help from Justin. Um, <laughs> all right. That's it. We'll have a podcast next week. We're going to start doing these weekly. And just even if we're just bullshitting around, we're going to do these every single week. Mark my words. I've heard that before. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> but this time, <laughs> this time I don't, I don't care about any list. I can't put together, you know, I'll put together lists when I, I fucking want to. Uh, we'll just bullshit around. If you want to listen to it, that's great. If they don't, yeah, whatever. We're just bullshitting around. Um, all right, guys. I appreciate y'all being on the line. Justin, we'll have you back, and we'll be doing an indie podcast with you. And definitely. Uh, I guess we'll have you on the NWA podcast. Well, uh, definitely. I have to agree. Or maybe maybe I could uh, throw out Patrick Starr here and let him do the podcast. Yeah, all uh, right. I'm Justin a wet dream. I'm out. my mind. Justin will not be on any or. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. It's Friday in California. We're out. Deuces. (laughs) Goodbye.